Hello everyone, welcome to episode 21 of the Retro Break podcast, the final episode of the year, so thank you so much for sticking with me throughout the year, and although 20 doesn't sound like a lot, the year before I didn't even have a podcast, so it is pretty impressive that I've actually managed to make 20 episodes, and I've managed to do at least one a month as well, which is, I hope, going to be the absolute minimum that I do next year, although I'm hoping to do a lot more, and I'll get into that in a little bit, but I just wanted to kind of spend this episode saying thank you to everyone who's made this year amazing for me, and for my projects, my Retro Break projects, this podcast, my YouTube channel, my new Twitch channel as well, so just a massive thank you all round, and I'm going to share a few ideas of what I've got for next year, and I'm also going to take a little bit of a retrospective look back over this year, and see where I can improve, and see where was kind of the strong points of the year as well for me, but before we get into channel plans for next year, let me tell you what my original plans were for this year, and then let's see whether I actually hit any of them. So, uh, these are the plans that I wrote at the end of 2021. So, my goals for the end of 2022 were to reach 30,000 subscribers, and yeah, I'm way off that mark. I've got about um, 22,000, I think, at this point. So, yeah, way off there. Can't tick that one. Uh, I also put £200 a month revenue which, if you're thinking about just YouTube, then no, I didn't hit that target either. But if you add in Patreon, then most months I did actually pass 200. I mean, it's still way, way, way below what I thought I would be on when I got to 20,000. Because back when, you know, when I was watching YouTube in college and uni and stuff, people on 20k could quit their jobs and do YouTube full-time, but that is definitely not the case these days. You probably need about 200,000 before that's even a possibility. So there's a bit of context about how much money you actually make on YouTube. So I'm getting about 200 a month, but it is nowhere near enough to go full-time, which is my end goal, so... Maybe in a few more years' time we can look back at that one. Uh, let's see what other goals I put, so I can kind of tick that one off. I've actually got them here in checkboxes, so I can tick them off as we're going through. Um, goal three, branch out, start a podcast, and bring new people into the main channel. I definitely did that. I branched out. Not only did I start a podcast, I also started a Twitch channel as well, which I definitely need to do more on. I've been kind of slacking on that end, and that's definitely brought some new people into the channel, so I can tick that one for sure. And rather than giving specific numbers, all I wrote down was increasing views and subs. And I pretty much did that. Most months were better than the month before, which is a good sign. Especially considering some months I didn't actually release four videos, and they still ended up beating the month before, just because of the topic of the video. Uh, let's see what else I've got on here. Enjoy the process. Uh, did I enjoy it? I'll get back to that in a little bit. I kind of did, but there's a lot of things I want to change next year to make it more enjoyable for myself. Develop skills. I definitely think I've developed some skills, especially in terms of presenting on camera, and that's something I'm always trying to improve on. I haven't done as much as I would like in terms of video editing though, so I'll give that a tick, although I think I could actually do a lot more to improve in that regard next year. Build a community. Yes, I've definitely managed to do that this year, especially with my Discord server really taking off this year compared to the previous years. So I'm super happy about that, and I always get really good um, views on Twitch and stuff, and people are always chatting in the comments, and I've made a load of friends over on Twitter and places like that as well. So thank you for being such a good community, and here on the podcast too, so I can definitely tick that one up for this year. Um, let's see what else I've got on here. Make videos I'm proud of. Again, I'm not too sure. I've I made some videos I'm proud of, 
uh, especially like the Play Expo one. I put a lot of effort into that and that came out really well. But there was also some that I felt I kind of rushed or I just made because I felt obligated to make them rather than because I wanted to. So I can't say I'm 100% satisfied with all the videos I put out this year. Put more time and effort into planning and scripting before filming. I can tick that one, although I would still like to take more time before I actually get around to shooting and editing the video to plan it in advance. And the last thing I got on here was focus on writing good scripts. And I'm going to leave that unticked because I still think I've got a long way to go on the script writing front as well, which is something else that I really want to focus on next year. So that was my goals for the year and I managed to tick off about half of them, so I'm pretty happy overall. Let's get started with my actual channel analytics for the year. So. And I'm going to compare it to the year before as well, and YouTube actually does this for me. So this year I've got 777,000 views, which is 74% more than last year. I've also got over 64,000 watch time hours, which is 63% more than last year. And I managed to gain 7.3,000 subscribers. And to compare that to the year before, the year before I got 5.5. So not a huge jump up in terms of subscribers, but in terms of views and watch time, it's definitely a lot better than it was and this year as well I didn't actually manage to do a video every week like I did the year before so that is pretty amazing and that to me signals that I am doing something right at least and my videos are getting better and the reason that there are those gaps in the year is because I did move house in March and that really threw me off content wise I didn't even have anywhere to make videos and then a bit later on in the year I changed jobs and that was quite stressful as well so I took another bit of a break but overall I'm really happy with the year let's see how many videos I actually released this year so I actually released 38 videos on my main channel and I've actually taken those stats and put them into a Google Sheets format so I can look at them in a bit more detail. I've put some conditional formatting on there as well. So after this podcast, I'm going to sit down and do a bit of research and a bit of planning for next year to decide where I want to take my channel. But I will go through some of the plans and some of the other ones I'll share just on Patreon later on. And I will actually record the screen while I'm doing this. So if you're watching over on Patreon, you can follow along here. But basically, I went into my channel analytics, uh, went into advanced mode, set up the columns I wanted and exported that into Google Sheets here. And I've gone through and let's move that over a bit so you can see it properly. Or if you're just listening, then try and imagine this. I've gone through and I've got different columns. So I've got the video title. I've got the watch time in hours. I've got the revenue per mil, which is how much I get paid per 1,000 views. Um, estimated revenue for the video. Click-through impressions. Subscribers views. Average view duration and average percent viewed. As well as the published date. And I just filtered on all the ones for this year. So... What I'm planning to do is kind of sort on some of these columns and then kind of use that as a gauge for what sort of videos I should make next year. So let's start with um, let's start with what videos brought me in the most subscribers for the year. So it looks like I had eight really good videos for subscribers. And what I'm actually going to do is next to the video title, I'm going to make a new column and put down what type of video it is. Because next year I'm planning to fill out a lot of the uh, playlists that I've built up on the channel. So, And the video that brought me in the most subscribers for the year was the top 15 3DS games video. And that video has done incredibly well for me. I actually got 664 new subscribers from that one. And 82,000 views, which is one of my most viewed videos on the channel already. So yeah, top 15 3DS games was my most subscribed video and the next one down surprisingly was my top 15 ps3 games video which got me 336 subscribers um so that is another top games video 
So I'll definitely be doing more of them next year, of course. Uh, next was the Easy Flash Definitive Edition Guide. And although I know these videos do really well for me, and so do the EverDrive ones, I don't really want to do too many of those videos because they're not really that interesting for me to make, honestly. Although I know people think they are kind of useful, kind of helpful. Although there is something that I've noticed, and that is the fact that none of the homebrew videos have done very well at all, honestly. Another video that did really well for me, and one that I actually really enjoyed making, was this one about the Neo Geo Pocket Color. This was kind of a full history retrospective on the console, and that is actually one of the main focuses that I want to do next year. So the fact that this one did so well is a really good sign that the ones that I've got planned for January are actually going to do really well too. And before I get onto my plans for next year, let's have a look at a few more interesting categories. So this one's actually really interesting. This one is RPM, which is revenue per mil, which basically means the amount that I get paid per 1000 views. So if I sort that from highest to lowest, we can actually find out which videos pay out the best on YouTube, which I think will be really interesting for people to hear. And I'm actually really surprised about this. So the video that actually paid the most per um, adverts on the video, was actually my London Gaming Market Pickups video. And it does actually seem like shopping videos do quite well because I've also got the Super Game Shack Retro Game Shop tour on there, which did really well. Pickups from the Birmingham Market. And what else is on here? Top 15 NES games. Mega Drive Mini 2 review. They don't really have that much in common, but it does seem like shopping videos actually do really well ad revenue-wise, which is quite surprising. And uh, pickups from Play Expo Blackpool was kind of high on the list as well. And having a look at this as well, there are a few videos that stick out that have actually done really badly this year. So let's have a look at a few things that I should not be doing next year. So one that I know wouldn't do very well, and I'm not going to be doing any of these next year, and that is indie game reviews. Unfortunately, Obviously, I love indie games, and so do a lot of people, but they really don't do very well on YouTube. So the Grapple Dog review that I did at the start of the year was actually one of my worst performing videos of all time. Um, it only paid out one pound seventy six per 1,000 views, and I made a grand total of pound thirty three on that video throughout its entire life. Um, it also has the worst average percentage viewed throughout the year as well, with people only watching 26% of the video, which is really sad, and I only got eight new subscribers from that. So yeah, unfortunately, I don't really think I'll be doing many indie game videos, and I'm kind of sad about this one. Another video that didn't do very well was the video I did about the Geek's Line Anthology books, which are some of my favourite retro gaming books ever, but I guess people, when they're looking about retro gaming, want to see uh, gameplay, and sort of interest in history. They don't really want to know about books much. So unfortunately, that one didn't do very well either, really. I only gained four subscribers from that one, and the video was about 10 minutes long, but people on average only watched two, two minutes of it, which really isn't very good. Um, let's see what else is quite low on this list. Unfortunately, my Play Expo video didn't do very well, considering the amount of effort that I put into it, so that is a little bit of a disappointment. Let's have a look at impressions click-through rates. So these are kind of the videos that people on YouTube found the most interesting and actually wanted to click on when they saw it on their home screen or in the recommended feed. So this is quite a useful metric to look at to know which kind of videos you should make more of. So the best one I've got with a click-through rate of 6.4% is 10 must-play 3DS hidden gems. 
and people love knowing about games that they've not heard about before for some of their favorite systems so i was expecting the hidden gems videos to do well and that kind of lived up to that expectation um the second one down is my new favorite way to play game boy games which was which was my view of the epilogue operator the gb operator which I think the reason that one did so well is because of the really good thumbnail that I did for it. So that's something I'm trying to improve next year too, is to make the videos more clickable on the home screen. I think that's something really important to think about. Um, buy these 3DS eShop games before it's too late. That one kind of plays on the urgency of the shop closing soon, so I can see why that one did well. And the top 15 retro games on the Switch, because that's kind of a, a modern thing as well. And the ultimate retro gaming setup, so... Yeah, I think the reason that these ones did well is because they're very broad topics and a lot of people were interested in seeing that. Again, right at the bottom of that list is the Grapple Dog Review and my 20,000 subscribers special, sadly. But um, I have noticed in years past that when you focus on yourself, they really don't do as well as focusing on, you know, more general things that people would like to hear and see, so... I'm going to try and aim to get at least 4% uh, click-through, I think, next year, looking at this graph. And what else can we look at that's actually useful information? Average percentage view, that's a really important thing as well. So, obviously, you want to try and aim as high as possible on this. This is how many people actually watched all the way through the video, or when did they drop off. So, my videos for this year range from 50% on the high end to 25% on the low end and it kind of matches up with the amount of views the video actually got although not really because there are some high viewed ones that did actually manage to maintain a good average percent viewed so the everdrive versus the easy flash that one actually did really well across the board on the whole but the best video this year was actually my most recent one my nest games pickups video that's got over 50% although I expect that to drop slightly by the end of the year and the second one, thankfully, the video that I put probably the most effort into this year, the Play Expo tour video, got an average of 49% viewed, which is fantastic. So I'm really happy about that. And then my Saw Thumbs shop tour did really well too. So I'm going to spend some time studying this outside of the podcast and try and come up with, you know, what sort of videos I need to do more of next year. And before we end this episode, I'm going to share with you some of my plans for 2023 and if you're looking on uh, patreon watching this then you've got a sneak peek about all of my plans but i'll just pick a few now that i want to share publicly so you can try and help me achieve these next year or cheer me on so again aiming a little high maybe but that's not a bad thing so uh, last year i aimed to get 30,000. this year i'm aiming to get 50,000 plus so we'll see whether that happens also 500 pound monthly revenue I don't think it's, I don't think it's reaching that far. I think it might be possible. Um, I've also got on there that I want to get a new camera and a new storage system, which is what Patreon will help me to get, and hopefully some of the revenue from YouTube as well, because I do put everything that I get from the channel straight back into improving the videos. But the most important goal here, and something that I'm going to try and announce in a blog post and over on Twitter and YouTube at the start of the new year, is that I want to stop making videos for other people because. They are kind of stressful, and as you saw there, some of them really don't do very well and may actually end up hurting the channel rather than helping it. So I'm just going to do a blanket statement and say 
I'm not making any videos for other people next year. I want to do entirely my own thing that I think will push the channel in the right direction. So if companies come to me asking for game reviews, if homebrew and indie developers come to me asking for reviews, I'm just going to have to politely decline because I don't want the stress of making videos for other people when I know that it's not what is best for the channel. So it's something that I don't want to have to do, but I know it will help and I've got some really big plans for next year and I want to de dedicate the time to them rather than having to stop to do these other kind of videos. So I hope you understand that and I'm just going to skip ahead a little bit here and tell you some of the ideas for the videos that I think are going to get me to hit that 50,000 subscribers goal next year. So I have a range here of videos that I'm calling evergreen videos, which are videos that I think will keep picking up new audience and new subscribers throughout the entire year and far into the future as well. So one of the videos that did really well this year and one that's still doing really well was the video about the Neo Geo Pocket. So I would like to do more of those console guide style videos, but I'm going to expand on them as well. I'm going to cover things like the development of the console, some of the defining games of the console and the legacy that the console left in the gaming industry as well. So what sort of things today are being influenced by that console? So that's gonna be really interesting. Of course, another set of videos that I know will do really well are top 15 videos for each system, hidden gems as well, and defining games like I just mentioned Above. And I would also really like to get more into the history of video games as well by doing a lot of retrospectives. And I'm not going to share what they are now. If you're watching on Patreon, I might share a few sneak peeks, but I do have a lot lined up for next year. And I really hope I've got the time to actually make them because I'm really excited for it too. And another idea I've got for next year, which I tried this year and last year, and it's actually worked out really well, and that is to remake some of my older popular videos using these new techniques and this new editing and presenting style that I've got. And then I'm actually going to delist the old videos because I do get annoyed when YouTube starts to recommend videos to people that are like 10 years ago. And I really don't want people watching those kind of videos. I want them to watch the new, more well-produced videos. So... What I'm going to do is take a look at some of the videos that are still getting views that are quite old and actually remake them next year. So that should be something really interesting and if you've been around on the channel for a while as well you can see just how much I've improved since then as well. And another idea for videos, and I don't know whether I'm actually going to have time to actually make this one uh, or not, but this is game design evolution. So I was planning to look at a whole series of games like Mario, Kirby, Pokemon or something, and actually dissect the game design between each release and see what changed, what they added, what they took away and stuff like that. I think that would make for a really interesting series on the channel. But that was just a sneak peek into what's coming next year. And over on the podcast side, like I said, I want to at least try and do one podcast a month. And I'll probably end up doing more than that. And I'm actually planning on matching some of these podcast episodes to the seasonal channel on my Discord. So one of my moderators on Discord actually set up a channel on there last year called Seasonal Channel. And every month we change the topic on there. And I think it would be really cool to actually match a podcast episode to the topic that they're covering over there as well. And that might bring more people over to the Discord channel, which is actually doing really well. And there's so many great people over there. So when you've finished listening to this, have a look in the description and click the link to go and join my 
my Discord and chat with everyone over there between videos, between podcast episodes. That would be really fun. So, for example, the December thing on there was looking back on the PS1 and 2 and asking questions like, when did you get your system? What were some of your favourite games? And share some of your favourite times with the PS1 and 2 as well. So I think those sort of topics will make really good podcast episodes and then I can share my thoughts on the server as well. So that'll be really fun. So let me know as well if you've got any ideas for what I can do to improve next year because I'm definitely all about coming up with new ideas and improving every single year and I do think that 2022 was my best year on YouTube so far and I'm sure 2023 will be even better. So thank you so much for the support. I really hope you're looking forward to seeing what I do next year. I'm super pumped to start making videos and that's basically it. Have a great year. Thank you so much for everything you've done for me in 2022 and look forward to a lot more podcast episodes coming soon. I really hope this was an interesting episode. I know it was quite different to my regular sort of episodes. This one's more of a behind the scenes thing, but I really hope you enjoyed it regardless and I'll see you all very soon. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.